this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has defended the wording of the proposed voice to parliament ahead of consultations with traditional owners. The Victorian government is, have, is found to have pressured public officials. And Fox News and Dominion settle a defamation lawsuit in the US for $1.17 billion. Anthony Albanese has defended the wording of the proposed Indigenous Voice to Parliament, dismissing fears of possible High Court challenges. It comes as traditional owners from far north Queensland and the Torres Strait Islands are due to give evidence as an inquiry into the proposed body resumes. Mr Albanese tells 2SM Sydney the prospect of, case, of cases being brought by being brought before the courts due to the wording had been shot down by Australia's top constitutional law experts. This is a legally sound proposition and makes it very clear that Parliament's in charge. So there's no obligation and there's certainly not an obligation uh, on the government uh, to agree uh, well, could, uh, to the voice. There is, uh, there is though, the provision uh, for the voice to be heard, for at least the views to be put. A First Nations Advisory Council has been established to help the NDIS better engage with Indigenous people as advocates call for major reforms. The federal government announced an overhaul of the National Disability Insurance Scheme yesterday. Making the scheme more accessible is one of Labour's aims, acknowledging First Nations people and those from migrant backgrounds who are underrepresented on the NDIS and receive less funding. Damien Griffiths is the CEO of the First Nations Disability Network. There's at least 60,000 First Nations people with disability across Australia that are potentially eligible for the scheme. What we're also not clear about is how you define participation. So it's not enough that you just have a plan done. We actually want to, uh, that needs to be about, are people getting outcomes? Uh, are they actually genuine participants in the sense of their lives are, are changing for the better? Or is it simply a matter that they've had a plan done? The Aboriginal Council claims its resistance fighters deserve much greater recognition in the Australian War Memorial. Council Chairman Kim Beasley says the frontier wars need to be in the war memorial for the sake of completeness. He asked that the memorial was about the history of Australians at war. According to Beasley, greater recognition of the frontier wars in the war memorial would help address that and be an important part of truth-telling for the country as a whole. An anti-corruption investigation has found staff in the Daniel Andrews government exerted pressure on health department officials to award a $1.2 million contract to a health union. The Independent Broad-Based Anti-Corruption Commission released its Operation Dentry report today after investigating the awarding of the contract in the lead-up to the November 2018 election. Violence against health workers was a growing problem at the time and the Labour government had long promised to address it. The Health Workers Union put in a pitch in June 2018 to run a staff training program to tackle the issue with the government ultimately awarding it the contract on the eve of the election. There were no corruption findings against anyone in the report but there were references to public offices.
Mr. Andrews says the staff members that were referred to in the report do not work for the government anymore, but he confirmed that he will chair the process to consider the findings. I am accountable and fundamentally responsible for driving a process to consider those 17 recommendations, to look at them very carefully, uh, to potentially further engage with IBAC, to seek their advice, uh, and then to respond uh, once that work has been done. Uh, I think we do have the time to get this right, and we should. Premier Daniel Andrews added that the matter has not gone to Cabinet and will not go to Cabinet. The federal government has announced a new National Electric Vehicle Strategy, NVS, in a bid to get more environmentally friendly cars onto the nation's roads. It comes after after revelations that Australia is one of the few developed countries alongside Russia that has yet to develop fuel efficiency standards. One one of the NEVS goals is to make Australia a more approachable market for electric vehicle developers, which in turn will provide consumers with greater options. Minister for Climate Change Chris Bowen says the NEVS will help households with their cost of living expenses. This is ultimately all about giving Australians better choices. Better choices of cars which are better for the climate and better to drive and more cost efficient. A petrol vehicle on average costs around $2,400 a year to drive. An electric vehicle costs around $400 a year to drive. So a saving of $2,000. Approval levels for opposition leader Peter Dutton have plummeted in the wake of the Liberals rejecting the Indigenous voice. The latest Resolve strategic poll published by Nine saw Mr Dutton's personal approval rating fall from minus 11 to minus 28, the lowest figure since he became opposition leader. Labour has increased its primary vote from 39 to 42%, while the coalition has dropped from 30 to 28 Meanwhile, Anthony Albanese's personal approval rating has risen during the past month from 24 to 27%. The polling followed the Liberals' rejection of the proposal for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament and Executive Government, which will be put to the public at a referendum later this year. In the US, Fox News and Dominion voting systems who were set to go to court regarding a defamation claim have reached a settlement. Dominion has been seeking over $2 billion in retribution after Fox News repeatedly published false statements from politicians regarding voter fraud in the lead-up to the 2020 U.S. presidential election. Eventually, the two, the two companies decided to settle their grievances outside the courtrooms with Fox paying Dominion $1.17 billion in damages. CEO of Dominion, John Poulos, says the harm to his company's reputation can never truly be undone. Fox and Dominion have reached an historic settlement. Fox has admitted to telling lies about Dominion that caused enormous damage to my company, our employees, and the customers that we serve. Nothing can ever make up for that. Throughout this process, we have sought accountability and believe the evidence brought to light through this case underscores the consequences of spreading lies. 
A Russian judge ruled yesterday that American journalist Ivan Kershkovich must remain behind bars on espionage charges. Kershkovich and the U.S. government vehemently denied the allegations, officially declaring that he has been wrongfully accused. The Wall Street Journal reporter is the first U.S. correspondent since the Cold War to be detained in Russia on spying allegations, and his arrest rattled journalists in the country and elicited outrage outrage in the West. Keskovich could face up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Fellow Wall Street Journal reporter and Keskovich's lawyer Maria Korsagina says there have been no indications of violations from the Russian side. Uh, there is no complaints to administration of detention center from his side because everybody is intelligent uh, for to him uh, and there is no violation from administration of the system. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says he has had a phone call with U.S. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy and invited him to visit Ukraine. The call took place while Mr. Zelensky was visiting the the Boltava region. During the conversation, he thanked Mr. McCarthy for the U.S.'s for America's unflinching support of Ukraine and its fight against the Russian invasion. It is important that we do not lose a single day in communication with our partners. And it was from here, from Poltava, that I had a conversation with Speaker of the House of Representatives of the U.S. Congress, Kevin McCarthy. I thanked him for the unflinching bipartisan support. Right after a trip to the front line, I briefed Mr. McCarthy on what is happening now at the front on our defense needs and capabilities. Mr. Zelensky also raised the issue of F-16 aircraft, long-range weapons, additional artillery and the tribunal regarding Russia's aggression. And back home, a new report by Save Children Australia has found that youth injustice systems in all states and territories are contributing to child, to child right abuses. Western Australia, Queensland and the Northern Territory were identified as the worst offenders due to their use of adult facilities to detain children and the use of excessive force and restraint. The report recommends an urgent urgent nationwide overhaul, including the introduction of national youth justice standards, independent oversight of youth detention facilities, and raising the minimal age of criminal responsibility to at least 14 years. The report also suggests that detention should only be used as a last resort when all other intervention efforts have failed. And to sport in football, AC Milan and uh, current trophy holders Real Madrid have become the first teams to advance to this season's Champions League semi-finals. The Rossoneri were able to hold off fellow Italian Napoli for a dramatic 1-1 draw that saw them advance thanks to last week's 1-0 win at the San Siro. Meanwhile, the Spaniards doubled their wins over Chelsea, beating them 2-0 at the Stamford Bridge with a brace by Brazilian winger Rodrigo. The last two teams to complete this year's Champions League Final Four will become known from tomorrow's return games between Bayern against Manchester City and Inter Milan against Benfica.
And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, sunny, 33 degrees, Perth, sunny, 26, Adelaide, partly cloudy, 19, Melbourne, a shower or two clearing, 17, Hobart, showers easing, 14, Albury, Wodonga, partly cloudy, 21, Canberra, mostly sunny, 22, Wollongong, late showers, 24, Sydney, much the same, 24, Newcastle, partly cloudy, 25, Brisbane, partly cloudy, 27, Townsville, sunny, 30, Cairns, a shower or two on the top of 30, Alice Springs, sunny day ahead, 24 degrees, Darwin, sunny as well, at the top of 32, and the Torres Strait Islands, a partly cloudy day, on the top of 28 degrees, and that is NITV Radio News. 